one can get really glad how are you miss Catherine? pretty good just glad we don't do videos of this as i look like a gremlin over here being like and i cut this and i move this i can put oh, the video up. that's not a problem no 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 it's okay my hair is the greasiest thing i've had in like a while i'm good all right well it's saturday february the 10th 2024 how are you doing miss Catherine? i'm doing uh pretty good depends on which version you're asking about if it's related to work where you shouldn't go there if it's related to writing which we'll have to get there eventually um mentally or physically i'm feeling pretty great there we go i'm great good <laughs> you got your you got your breathing illness under control heck yeah about darn time oh they finally were able to uh medically show that i have asthma guys what you mean you mean i do like i wasn't telling them that i did this whole time but you know whatever yeah well yeah yeah i understand i understand well my big news for the week is that i quit the day job so, I'm very excited for you about that. Yeah, this is the first Saturday I've had off, off, without feeling guilty about it in a long, long time. Because now it's not my problem to solve what's, you know, their, whatever they've got going on is their problem. Yeah. So, you know. I bet that feels good. It does. It probably it's feels great. weird. Too. It does feel weird because, I yeah, I got up yesterday and I'm looking at the clock like I always do because I got to be at work at, you know, 10 o'clock. Oh, wait, no, I don't have to be at work at 10 o'clock. <laughs> I can just do the things that I want to do. So, yeah. Yeah, so, when I had left one of my jobs, that was one of the weirder things, figuring out what to do with time. Because you don't think about how much time you spend on something mm -hmm. until you don't have it anymore. A lot of people yeah. figured that out during like COVID and stuff too, where they're like, I have so much more time on my hands. Yeah. Well, I've started trying to take steps to manage my time more effectively. I got a new tool last night called Motion. Oh, that's pretty. Since you can't see because she won't let me post the video. She looks oh, like she's finished one of her, my one of her slippers. Yeah, your boots. For it's men's pretty. feet though, this will not fit mine. It oh, does fit okay. Trevor's because Trevor is the size of the people I am making these for. Oh, okay. Anyway, I got a tool called Motion and I can give it tasks and it will auto schedule the tasks for me. I just tell it how long I think it's going to take and what sort of priority it is and what the deadline is. And it figures out when I need to do things. And so it's starting to help me do things like prioritize writing because I've built in writing time, you know, mm -hmm. and I've built in reading time. So yesterday I spent an hour reading a book that I wouldn't have done otherwise. I would have spent the time surfing, you know, Reddit. Um, and I can build in breaks and I can. Keep going, keep going. Don't mind me. I'm very okay? ADHD. Yes. Yes, I can tell. Um, <laughs> But anyway, I, I built in time to do, you know, cleaning the bathroom and doing the dishes and, you know, those kinds of things that 
I wouldn't ordinarily get done, but now I don't have to think about what do I do next? I just look in motion and it tells me. And then if I change my schedule or if I add an appointment um, or if a client issue pops up, then I simply or I simply add the issue to to the calendar and it rejiggers everything else. So, um, you know, it's it's a very helpful tool so far. Uh, and it replaces Calendly because it has automatic, you know, booking for your clients in it as well. Oh, so, cool. yeah. So I, that's like one less thing to manage. Yeah. Um, I still have a little bit of trouble with it. It was overscheduling a, uh, um, an appointment that I have next week. It was scheduling something on top of it. And I, it needs to not do that because the appointment is a can't miss. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what, you know, what's going on with that, but I'll have to figure it out. Nice. You know, but I can reschedule tasks or I can put tasks off or I can, you know, say, hey, you know, so that's what. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's very helpful. It's about 250 bucks a year, but if it gets me, you know, if it gets me to do the tasks that I want to do, as yes. opposed to putting stuff off and not, you know, not getting done my taxes or, you know, all the other things, then, you know, then it's worth, it's worth it. So. That's very good. Yep. I'm sorry. I, yeah, no, in order to sit through Jeff's entire thing, I needed to crochet. And even then I had to like get up and go like damn, bounce around over here, which is why my camera kept going off. And uh, for those of you who can't see us, I'm over here crocheting, but he just watched me reach across the room. So I leaned my chair all the way back and I'm wrapped in my blanket thing. So like I can't hook my feet on anything. So like I'm holding and I'm pulling the new crochet project over. And then he just watched me chuck a ball over my shoulder into the kitchen. So. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, look, a cat toy. She does play with them occasionally. She yeah. used to play with them a lot more than she does now. Mostly because all of her toys have catnip and the yarn doesn't have catnip. Ah, uh, that's yeah. what's important. We have to know what's important. Yep. So... But I'm very glad for you because I used to use, you know, Google Calendar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm still, I'm actually getting back into that because I really do need to set back up a regular schedule and do things correctly. And I might go back into my crazy Google Calendar days of everything was color coded. And I think I've shown you pictures of what that looked like. Yes, you have. And it was like, it like was I scheduled sleep. It was intimidating, um, but it, I've, I've become a fan of the idea that, you know, doing what's working is a good thing. And if you, if it, but if it's not working, then you need to make a change. And what I was doing was not working for me. Mm -hmm. So I need to make a change. And if it costs me 255 bucks to play with it for two months and then find out that that doesn't work, but then I can go find something else that does, then that's helpful to me. So the thing yeah. that I really like is the automatic rescheduling of stuff. So that is um, cool. Yeah. That is not something I have. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I'll, I, this, this recording session was unscheduled 
we took the opportunity to do it. And so I'm going to, I'm going to put the time in there and then it's going to rejigger everything. So nice. the other thing that I've been doing is using a uh, product called Clockify, which at the level that I use it is free and Clockify allows me to track my hours doing specific tasks. So I'm not tracking everything, but I am going to track how long I spend on the podcast. I, I tracked, for example, um, the, the time that I spent on that client work that I did um, so that I can get a sense of how long these things are taking. I'm tracking my writing versus my uh, uh, versus my word output so I can get a sense of how much I'm, you know, I'm writing. So um, the other thing that's helping me is that I'm doing Rachel Heron's 90 Days to Done, the there only one she's going to do this year. And so it's forcing me to sit down and do the work, which I, the work is hard for me. The first drafting is hard, but it... Um, it's, you know, I paid a lot of money for that course. Um, she charges 1500 bucks for a three month course. It's, it's a nice chunk of change. And so I want to make the most of it. And to make the most of it, I have to, you know, sit my fat ass down and get some words out. And so I've found a way to do that using my alpha smart. Even if I'm sitting in front of my computer, if I use the alpha smart and not the computer, I do better. You know, I still get distracted yeah. and I still, switch to the computer, but then I can switch back to the alpha smart and I do better. So, nice. you know, yeah. That sounds like a cool little device. Um, I first started typing. I don't know. Maybe eventually I'll get one. <laughs> but when I first started typing, I couldn't actually look at the computer screen. You know how some people can just like type and like see what they're typing. I think I can do that now. Mm hmm. But I know if I think about it, I can't suddenly. So it's one of those for me. But like I've used to watch teachers who'd like look off to the side as they're like typing stuff. And I'm like, that is creepy. But I also could only type with one hand because I used to play the accordion. And when you play the button accordion, you usually only are playing with one hand. And it just became such like a, I was much faster with just one hand. So like I can still type one handed. It's great. I love it. Um, so if I need to do something, I'm like with my one hand. And I used to be a lot faster with just one hand than I am now because now I've gone to two. But there is still like that. I'll look up and be like, wait, where am I supposed to be? Right. Okay. And then I'll continue. So I don't know how that would work with an alpha smart because you can only see what, like three lines? Four lines. Yeah. You Four can lines. configure it to as much as six. So that's a lot. I bet that's tiny then because I know the screen is itty bitty. Yeah, the screen is not big. So you sort of, it forces me to pay attention to it and it forces me to move forward because I can't do any editing worth a crap on it. Um, good. You know, the uh, yes, it's good. And then to get the text into <clears throat> Scrivener, um, all I do is I plug it in using a standard, you know, bog standard printer cable and I put the cursor in Scrivener where I want it and I click send and I wait. And it takes a couple of minutes to do a couple thousand words. It's not super fast, but it's not slow enough that it takes hours or anything. And there's no importing and there's no stupid third-party program that I have to mess with. It's just the, the computer thinks of it like a keyboard and it just takes keyboard input and it goes and it's done. Nice. You know? 
yeah it, now, it is really nice. Now how is it with formatting though? Because I bet it doesn't format it like you would in does a Does not do formatting. Nope, does not do formatting. Okay. That would drive so, me insane. Yeah, so it's just a text product. However, so. I wonder how far, how much I could get on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like do one of those test days where it's like, and sprint, go. And like, see what I can do. Mm -hmm. The other thing That'd that's nice about it, the other two things that are nice about it is it's small, so it'll fit in a backpack. Mm -hmm. um, and I was taking it to work in my backpack and using it at lunch, um, you know, while I'm waiting on the restaurant to bring my stuff. And I would get a couple of hundred words on it. Um, and a couple hundred words is a couple hundred words. And, you know, the other thing that's nice about it is that the batteries in it last forever. It's a hardy device. It was designed for like third graders. And so it's nice. designed in a, you know, to be hardy, it's, it's hard to break. Um, it uses That's three good. AA batteries. Something that would be hard to break. <laughs> yeah. It needs, it only takes three AA batteries um, and they last a long time. And then when you change the batteries, there's an internal, you know, like a button battery that you have to open the case to change, but it's user serviceable. If you have the screwdriver, it's no big deal. And that lasts like five years. So you change it once every five years, you change the batteries once every six months, the, the double A's and you're golden, you know, and maybe I'll see how much Sharon is going to get rid of hers for <laughs> our, uh, our, our previous, uh, previous guest, Sharon Coleman. Yeah. She's got one that she yeah. doesn't use. So she might be willing to just send it to you. You never know. Or she might, they go for about, if anybody's looking, they go for about a hundred bucks on eBay. Oh, so they're not, not yeah, they're not super expensive. Dear God, they should give them to kids now. I don't know if, I don't know if you've been around a whole bunch of kids with all their, most schools, at least in my area, all have Chromebooks. Mm -hmm. But the amount of times I've seen those Chromebooks hit the floor, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe they're making very solid Chromebooks at this point for schools, but the amount of that I see hit the floor or kids are into this huge thing where they swing the backpack off and chuck it at the wall and floor. And all you can hear is the laptop hit the wall and then hit the floor in the bag. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, you guys know that like computers are expensive, right? And they're like, yeah, we'll just get a new one if it breaks. Like, yeah. Is... They're a couple of hundred bucks. Those, those Chromebooks, they're not yeah. super expensive, but they're a couple hundred bucks for your mom and dad It's a couple hundred bucks for your mom and dad. Oh Yeah. Because you're chucking it around the place. Yeah. And they'll take away your Christmas presents for that shit. Hopefully. So, hopefully. Yep. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, no, I'm, I've seen the, I'm, some of them are very, very hardy because, like I said, they, they chuck them into walls. I've seen them walk around and drop it straight out of their hand because it slipped out because they're holding it by the corner. I cringe every time. It's great. Children are awful sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes mean, they're really good. Like I went to a play last night for the elementary school. And now saying those words, you would think, oh, elementary school play. Hot damn, were they good? Like they all sang in tune. Not a single one like hit a wrong note. I was super impressed. <laughs> I was like, you guys are 11 year olds at most. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was very very happy with like the play plus like they did the play annie and oh, so okay. some of my kids you know were in it so i went to go see them for that but it was it was a good play i was like you guys did really good job like i now understand why you kicked us out of the 
you know, Jim so often, so I'm not as angry, but like, it was, it was a good play for, because they had, all the kids did everything but the music. So they had a group that was there for the music section mm -hmm. and they, the, the kids had to do all the lights. The kids had to figure out the clothing for the, for the stuff. They had to do all of the stage, like changing of all the stuff. They had to paint everything. So it was like, they made the kids do all of it. So they all learned how to do it. And I was like, that's a cool way to do it. Because, you know, kids should learn these things. I think. I think drama was great. Drama is great. It is It is such a fun thing to do. It's. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been in a play? Um, I was in some little bitty school productions when I was in elementary school. But we had, you know, eight kids. It wasn't real. It wasn't real anything. It's just, eh. Okay. So, you know, so it's, I, I don't have fond memories of, of that, st of that stuff. It's like the D and D section where you get to like make your character in a way, but mm -hmm. your character's handed to you. So like you get to fit into the role of the character. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. Yeah. And then just like watching it all go from I'm reading the script to dear God, we're acting the script in our hands to I'm not supposed to have the script. So I'm holding it over here while I'm saying my lines to we've thrown the script away and now we're just saying the lines and now we're doing the motions and saying the lines and we're still forgetting everything to like <laughs> lights, camera, action. And you're up there and you somehow remember everything and you're like, yeah, sure. This was totally easy, guys. Yeah. And not mess up once. And every play, there's like six mess ups. So it's great. At least. Yeah. <laughs> Where well, the that's... audience has no idea. And they're like, oh, this was great. And you're like, I stepped wrong. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, the next one that I'm going to go see is I'm going to go see Hamilton again. I've got tickets for Hamilton. Nice. Um, Never seen it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. My daughter did not want to go because she has a thing about not wanting to see stories about dead white men, which I can understand from a certain perspective, white, dead white slaveholding men, which I can see from a, a certain perspective. So that but, would be everybody in the beginning uh, of our history. Yeah, exactly. But the thing that I observed to her and did not sway her with apparently was that the first time I went to see it, um, those characters were played by exactly zero white men. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the cast of Hamilton is very diverse. And, you know, if you look at, if you look at the, the, the original cast on, on Apple TV, George Washington is played by a black man. Yeah. They did that on purpose. Yes, I know. But that's, that was interesting to me that they did that. I think the only, I don't, I don't remember. I only saw that whole thing once, but the only, the only white man that I remember uh, was uh, Jonathan Goff, who plays the king. He plays George the mm. Third, and I think he stole the show. But you know, anyway. So I've got, I've got, I've got tickets to see that again. I'm going to take a friend and her son. Her son is really, really interested in in going to see it. So we're going to take him to see it. We got some nosebleeds for sixty bucks. Um, That's not bad. Yeah, I ain't paying 350 bucks for a seven-year-old to go see that. Um, 
for floor seats. If it was just me and her, I'd go, I'd, I'd spring for the floor seats, but um, we're not, we're not doing that with a kid who might fall asleep. Um, but, uh, you know, and I've got tickets to see a, um, to see a comedian that I want to see. He's next weekend. Um, and then I've got tickets to see, uh, a band that I want to see, um, all before I leave for Australia. So that's awesome. Look at you go. Be, yeah. You quit your job and life's looking up for you. Yeah, exactly. I I'm, need to follow I'm, that. And... Yeah. <laughs> so I can't wait to leave the Y. I am very excited. Well, you had an opportunity. You had an opportunity that I haven't heard the the oh, outcome yeah. of. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so tell I us had, about this opportunity. I had a job in. So rewinding, I went to go get my wedding dress. So I picked up my wedding dress, got my wedding dress. Um, but I had such like a wonderful experience with them that I was like, are they hiring? And went to go look because it's me. And why wouldn't I collect more jobs? For those of you who know me, there have been times where I've worked five to six jobs at once. It's just, just kind of how I am. And uh, yeah, so I went and applied and then I got an interview, which then got moved because they were busy that day, too busy to like do interviews. So I was like, okay, no problem. And then the person who was supposed to interview me got really, really sick. So they moved me again and they were supposed to have moved me again. <laughs> but one of the other managers was like, why don't I do like an initial interview? And if we like the person, then we set up the second interview. And they were like, sure, do that because I'm dying from the flu. So I went in, I was interviewed and they really liked me. I really liked them. They might look at giving me a management position over mm. time. They're like, there's ways to move up because I was telling them, hey, I'm looking for a job that I can have growth and movement in. I would like to sew wedding dresses. I would like to, um, you know, sell wedding dresses. I think that's a lot of fun. And so they really liked me. I really liked them so far. And what I'm thinking is going to happen is they're going to at least start me off with weekends because that's what they're looking for to hire part-time for weekends. And then they were talking about how in June, there's a lot more management positions opening up. There's some full-time positions opening up, which works perfectly because in June, I will be fully leaving the YMCA because that is the end of the school year. My goal for the Y is to try to make it to the end of the school year and my bosses. So I have three bosses. Two of my bosses um, have thrown me under the bus this week to a parent. So they made it extremely difficult <laughs> to stay. <laughs> my third boss was the only one who had my back. <laughs> so I was like, you are lucky that this third boss had my back with this situation or I would have handed in and like an immediate resignation because I'm just, I'm, I'm done with with them <laughs> so like the, there was there was talk of me just not coming back after winter break because they have winter break starting on saturday not next week but the week after so but in my head it's like it's next week because i'm like oh i've got this week and the next week so so yeah there there was talk of me not and i'd like had told my third boss i was like yo i'm probably gonna hand it and she's like whoa i got your back no no no. i will talk to this parent for you <laughs> she's like i will i will handle this whole situation please don't leave me <laughs> so i was like all right so my goal 
is to make it to the end of June because I do enjoy my kids. It is not mm-hmm. most of the time the kids that bother me. It's the politics of the job mm-hmm. that bothers me. Yeah. Where I'm like, why is this so disorganized? Why are half the things that are done seemingly very illegal at times? Like there's just, there's things where I personally would not send my kids to the wife. I am sure there are very good wives. I just think I have worked at the two that have not been the best. (laughs) And this one down here has made the one in Plattsburgh look amazing. So like, (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, I'm sure there are some really great ones that run programs much smoothly. I know this one had some hiccups, but there's only so much you can blame on these hiccups at this point where I'm like, you can't just keep blaming it on, oh, we had a situation and that person got fired and then we all scrambled for it. Okay, but that was seven months ago. Like, yeah, that makes it. It's like at some point, it's time to deal with the problem and and its yeah. management's problem to solve. Yeah, I yes. understand. So, what are you reading? Re- <laughs> um, fan fiction, but that's not it. Oh, some webtoons. Oh, God, I got some really good webtoons going on, man. But uh. That's that's about it. I'm was reading Don's book. I've got like 40-ish pages because he he double spaced. So I'm I'm almost at the very end of it. And I really do need to finish it because I told him I would finish it. <laughs> and I do feel bad. It's just the YMCA has drained my soul. And mm-hmm. it's been very hard to pull myself up to like just do normal things. Like it's it's very, very draining. If if you don't want to go to a job, and you know this then everything else that you're doing feels like you have to like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and try to keep going. (laughs) Yeah. It's really, it's really hard. A draining job is really terrible. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it saps you, even if it doesn't sap you physically, it saps you emotionally. Yeah. You know, and the mental drain is just, is just painful. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the thing is that it's the mental and writing. Most people are like, Oh, it's fine. Writing is mental. Yes. You are using your brain. I don't know if you have you ever done like the push for how many words can I write in a day till your brain hurts? Yeah, I yes. Yes, Um, I I got to 7000. And that is that is my limit. And then I had to take a week off because my brain hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can do 500. I can I can do if I know what I'm typing and I know the scene that I want to type, I can do 500 words an hour. And nice. with this class, I need to do, and my my personal goal for my accountability group groups is to keep the the average that I need to hit under thirteen fifty a day. So that means basically that I have to hit thirteen fifty a day every single day, and it's mm-hmm. hard to do. It's really hard to do, and I'm not going to be able to take much of a break until you know until the end of until the end of March. And so Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really, you know, I have to conserve and I have to, that's part of the reason why I went for the scheduling program is that I need to, I need to reserve the time Mm -hmm. because otherwise it won't happen. Yeah. And I think that's, that's something that I need to start getting back into is this is my time block for this and this and this, but it's like, I'm supposed to be, you know, proofreading scandals pen. My brain doesn't have the capacity. 
mm-hmm. to like sit there and be like, yes, this line is good. Yes, this paragraph is good. Cool, this chapter is correct. Moving on. Because the mm-hmm. more stressed I get, the more my dyslexia will then kick in. So I could just be missing it anyway when I'm like looking through like, oh, I missed this one word here in this this paragraph. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I missed two. Or like, you know, those like little, little tiny things where I'm in that process. Mm-hmm. But if I'm too stressed, I, I can't sit down and do it. Yeah. Because I'm just, I'm not going to catch them and I might as well just not. So that's like where I'm at, which is really sad because I'm like, really, uh, the scene I'm at now is they're going to be getting ready for the masquerade. Like it's almost the masquerade. And from there... I don't know what you think of the beginning of your book, but I honestly, because I have looked at it so much, hate the beginning of my own book because it is the section that you stare at the most. It's one of the ones that you keep going back to when you're in the editing process to go through. So it really is the scene that you read and read and read and read and read and read and read read the most. And I hate my beginning. (laughs) Not that it's a bad beginning, but it's because I've read this beginning, even though I've I've changed it at least 15 times. Mm-hmm. And that's like putting it kindly to myself. So like once I hit the masquerade from there, I love my book. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so like the middle portion of books is amazing to me. And they were amazing to write and I love writing them and it, it's getting through the beginning I hate. And so I'm almost there. And I know as soon as I hit that masquerade, I'll like, I'll soar through proofreading because almost every chapter after I'm like, yes, it's this chapter. And then I have to remind myself, you're like, you wrote this good job. And uh, it's, it's great feeling, but getting to that zone. And then the fact that the why has just been so draining has been there. And then I'm part of another writing group and I'm supposed to have a piece for them and I have to go through and edit-ish, not really fully edit because we're like a critique group, this one chapter that I'm going to send to them because I've given them the the first chapter and then they're like, we need a chapter before this. So then I wrote a chapter before it and now I have to give them the original chapter two, which is now chapter three. And then remind them of what happened in chapter one slash two. So, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Okay. Well, one of the things that I've been doing is, is scheduling time to sit and read. And it's only a couple of times a week and it's only for an hour or so, but I'm scheduling time to force myself to sit down and read some books and you know, because writers need to read. And so I've been reading, I've been reading a book by a uh, previous guest, Valerie Eson, uh, her memoir, You Can't Dance a Lie. Um, and so, yeah, it's a, it's a nice book and I'm, and I'm happy to, I'm happy to read it for her. And I've only found one error in it so far. So, um, oh yeah, I know. It deserves to be there. It does deserve right. to if, be there. It's it perfectly fine. I'm not going to tell her about it. If, uh, if Valerie, if you're listening to this, which I would be surprised at, um, you are, uh, uh, you're not going to hear from me about where that error was. So, 
watch her reach out to the view and be like where's the error where's the error <laughs> yeah at this point it i mean it wasn't enough that i even remember it i would have to go back 60 pages to find it and i'm not going to do that so it's fine um yeah it so wasn't see, it, it was to be there. yeah it does deserve to be there so i just i'm i'm forcing myself to do to schedule the things that i want to accomplish to spend more time reading and writing and to spend less time surfing and watching yeah so, you know um, my my problem with the so i'm not used to driving to work to and from which is like mm -hmm. strange to say because i am used to walking and i used to use that time to a it was a bit of exercise and b it was my podcasting time and i should probably just go back to listening to podcasts in the car but i'm not used to still the drive of i have a 20 minute drive each way mm-hmm that's a much bigger gap than even if I had to walk 20 minutes, I was within two miles of wherever I needed to work. Mm -hmm. So I walked. Didn't matter, matter the weather because I didn't have a car. So we got to get to work. But it, it's such like a strange, I have to drive. So when I get out of work at nine in the morning, depending on when I get out of the parking lot, because, you know, you're in a school and every parent in the world is dropping off their child and you're trying to move around buses. So by the time I get home, it's around 9.30. And then if I need a nap, then I've got that. That like, I, I go into like, take a nap as soon as I get home because why take a nap later in the day? I'll just start in the morning. So let's say I get up by 11. I have to leave my house by 2.20 to get back to work. Mm-hmm. So like I've done the unwind of I'm not in work. So now I can do stuff. But then I have to like pause that. So if I'm in the middle of anything, I have to be like, oh, we got to stop now because suddenly I have to get back into the mindset of I have children for the next three hours again. And then I have to drive all the way over there. And then when I get out at six, because we have two kids who get picked up at exactly six, which is fine because those two are the angels, which is great because if they were not, I would probably have quit it earlier. But like, they're two angels. I could literally give them a toy and they will go play with themselves. And I'm like, yes, thank you. You are perfect. And then you drive home. So now it's 6.30. I know Trevor gets home between 7 to like 8.30, depends on the night. So it's like, I only have a little bit of time and then oh I can hang out with him but he also needs time to unwind so then it's like all right well see you later and then we have to eat and then I'm like oh I should be doing some stuff but then I also know that I have to go to bed soon because I work and have to leave my house by 6 20 in the morning <laughs> so it's like this weird I hate the wise weird little time zone because split I shift yeah split yeah. shifts absolutely suck yeah because I can't yeah. get enough done and even if I wanted a second job that split shift time is so awkward Mm -hmm. that it's very hard to work another job yeah. with it yeah so oh no i went the wrong way oh no no i just started new okay wait no i did go the wrong way ah darn you sorry we're having a crochet problem apparently yes oh no i was going the right way darn it anyway so yeah, so like I really do need to get back into some writing and some scheduling. I'm hoping with the new job coming in and me slowly like giving shifts up from the Y and moving into the other one 
that I can start setting back up a pattern again where I'm like, cool, this is my writing time. This is the time that I can do things. Even when I worked in Plattsburgh at the Y and we had to be at work by 6.30 in the morning, I could sit there for a little bit because I walked to work and my walk was 10 minutes that I could sit and do some writing in the morning. Even if I showed up to work early, there's no Wi-Fi at this school. It is so difficult to even get cell service in that building. And half of my stuff is on Google Docs. So if I wanna work on certain projects, I can't. And if I wanted to hop into the writing room, cause that really helps me is to like sit in a writing room and be like, hey, peoples, I'm over here. So we'll see. I will That's why you need an Alpha Smart. Because an Alpha Smart doesn't depend on Wi-Fi. Maybe. So anyway, that's all I got for this week. <laughs> yes, we'll have normal episodes out to you soon because somebody is not working a job and they have finished their clients. So now we actually have time to do some recordings. And yes. I will find time. Don't worry. I do have time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll 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 schedule it and we'll you yes. know, and then I'll schedule the production time for the post-production and we'll get some, we'll get some episodes put together and backlogged the way we like. And then we'll, uh, we'll get them out to, to you guys and we'll resume production with episode 38 when we figure out what it's going to be about. So. <laughs> yeah. And we've got to talk about some of the people I want to interview this time. So yeah, this season's going to be good guys. This will be good. Okay. Well, that's all I got for now. Yep. Stay magical. Bye.